0: welcome to episode 72, a Realm episode of Realm and Ruin, a Warhammer podcast. A podcast that is so Warhammer that if you find photos of us taken with a potato camera, they are probably fake. Or are they?
1: (laughs) You commenting on the quality of my webcam. What are you doing? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i your host matt and joining me as always is a guy that calls gw vouchers expanding the family it's cameron
2: how you doing
1: mate? <laughs> i'm doing very well thank you i'll have you know what i bought with my gift vouchers is not going towards a night no matter how <gasps> much i wished it Ugh, i know I've, I've got enough big projects to do this year i need to finish my two nights in progress my three <laughs> god my three nights in progress first oh my gosh it's never done. <laughs> <laughs> How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm recovering from a cold. Um, but, you know, apart from that, everything's all normal, yeah. you know, Good as normal life at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I suppose, but to be fair to you, Cameron, you've had mm. some big things going on. Obviously, you talk, we're oh about vouchers gosh. and your birthday. Happy birthday yeah. for a few days ago. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. two weeks technically okay so hey listen we had our first coronavirus case in 10 months we locked that stuff down that's done we had two days of the worst fires in a year that's done that's fine no one i knew was hurt i don't think anyone actually died good we've had the worst flood of a decade (laughs) like you can't get anywhere north of the city it's fine the road just washed away that's normal but before all that, I got engaged, which was very nice. Um, Whoa! I was I was forced to by the lockdown. <laughs> because <laughs> I was, was going to do a thing. We were going to have friends over, you know. I was going to, like, pr- propose at the end of a and d session, basically. So I'd have friends who could take video and photos of the whole thing. Uh, but then the Sunday before, two days before, we went into lockdown. Hooray, joy. Um, I couldn't wait, because if the ring didn't fit, I had to return it by the next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> really really put myself in a bind here uh so i did it sunday <laughs> night anyway and uh i'm happy to announce i'm now Aaron's ex-boyfriend you um, are fiance material hooray good for me
0: <laughs> game-changing that is game-changing oh, yeah. honestly when you when you become a fiance you know you've stepped up to a different level you know when you're mm. girlfriend boyfriend it's it's casual or it's still you know it's not necessarily casual <laughs> but it feels sort of casual but when, yeah, you, yeah. when you go to that level yeah it's yeah it's good yeah it's good
1: yeah, and I mean, yeah. yeah it, it was lockdown, but it was also a mini honeymoon for five days, so it's not the worst.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we just got to hung, hang out, have nice food, and watch movies for five days. I won't complain too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is amazing. And from all of us, congratulations, Cameron. That is Thank you. epic, mate, yeah. epic.
1: Yeah, can't wait to fit her for a night suit. <laughs> <laughs> To the
2: family,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting the fucking mech. <laughs> 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 That's a good uh, thing. she's not home yet to hear all that. Yeah, I was, was going to
2: say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, God. oh man,
0: right. What are we doing? Episode seventy-two. Yes, but let's 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 talk normal sort of admin before we get on with that. So as always, you can join our wonderful, lovely, gorgeous, sexy Discord server, which is full of the same sort of people, gorgeous, sexy, mm. Warhammer-type people. And as always, it's free to join. Uh, the link will be down in the description, as always. Come along. We're a lovely community with lovely people. Get on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other bits to talk about. We have recently released, and it will it's already out by the time we record this, our eBay Warhammer Waffle Special. Mm. So if you want some great tips on saving, bargains, <laughs> and how to sell? You know, we we've mm. got you covered. So I implore you to go to listen to that because I'm sure you'll get something out of it. You know, it's yeah. it's about an oh, hour long, which went it went on a bit longer <laughs> than I anticipated, and probably 55 minutes of it is me. But he <laughs> uh, has all worked. the good advice. <laughs> no, I hope so. So I I, I hope that uh, people will get something out of it. And upcoming shows we have hopefully got pla- or penciled in, penned in uh, next weekend, or next mm. weekend from when we're recording this, yeah. which today is the 13th <laughs> of February. We are revisiting our mental health episode. So, if for mm. people that either listen to it or can't remember about it uh we did a mental health episode with adrian about a year 18 months ago well about 18 months ago i'd Mm. say probably now Mm. and we're going to revisit it adrian's going to come back on the show it'll be the three of us talking and obviously we'll apply it to you know lockdowns the world situation how we've been coping how other people are coping in regards to the hobby as well so um i think that's gonna be really interesting to be honest i think we're gonna have some lots to say on that I think. And obviously what we're going to try to do as well is encourage, you know, uh, people particularly on our discord server to come along and, you know, basically uh, send in their thoughts and, you know, experiences just to, you know, just to share it. We Mm. can keep it anonymous and things like that. And if, if they want, and Mm -hmm. you know, that way we can, you know, just, you know, share the experience and, and help each other out. So looking forward to recording that. And another big thing, we have got our third anniversary show coming up. Cameron and I have yeah. been doing this for almost three years.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> three years. Don't know, why, don't know why you're still listening. I, keep, I feel like I say this every anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it's Apparently crazy. we're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: And, uh, and the, the, the plan for that episode is we're going to do our Index Estates for the Realm Ruiners chapter mm. that uh, is uh, going to be created. So good times ahead so that is all the admin out the way Cameron I think it's that time sir it's time to talk hobby right hobby time let's start with a discord question (laughs)
2: yeah and
0: this comes from Wayne and what does Wayne ask he says what model intimidates young and older you uh, from a build or painting point of view um i will yeah. carry at this um and i think it's probably the best way is try and think of a younger one and an older one so in, it don't mm. have to necessarily be the same model cuz obviously models have no. dramatically yeah. changed <laughs> in that regard so <laughs> so cara what starting with the younger one what would what model would have been Ooh. out when you were younger that intimidated you
1: i think for me it was 100% the hybrid plastic metal hive tyrant kit mm. uh yeah. that thing was terrifying because first off i was a young hobbyist i was bad at assembling models and i knew it i didn't care because i was very young and that's a good attitude honestly <laughs> but i i i knew i was not experienced i knew metal models were scary because they were heavy and spiky and could fall on my toe you know big concern Fair point. um yeah um and yeah i, I think i got one second hand or something like that and someone was just selly one they didn't want anymore like unassembled um and yeah i, I never actually ended up assembling it <laughs> i played around with the pieces and i went ah, uh, maybe not this time and well i've gone through all my stuff i can find bits of it i found like the torso with like the three torso bits glued together and i found like the tip of the tail i can't find the rest of the bloody thing oh, okay. <laughs> it's 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 somewhere um somewhere within my uh, my childhood room is a full Metal and plastic hive tyrant combination kit, but Infecting no idea where the exactly. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> it's it's pro- uh, there's a big cupboard in there. It's like buried under the PS3 box or something. Who knows? Yeah, um, that's fair. But yeah, that was that was super intimidating. I never got around to painting it, obviously. But like the idea of painting a metal model was also very intimidating at the time. I didn't know that it was basically the same as painting a plastic model. You just had to be careful not to chip it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that 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 was that was like the peak of difficult models for me because not only was it metal, it was like big and heavy and scary. Yeah,
0: cool. Okay, and what about older Cameron? So current Cameron, oh, what oh. what's out there now that intimidates
1: you? <laughs> Forge World counts, right? Yeah, yeah, That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. Cool. Absolutely. Wonderful. Um, I really want to get a Night Porphyrian. I am so afraid to get a Night Porphyrion. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about this later in the hobby section. I'm planning to do something completely insane with a non-Forge World model as it is. Mm-hmm. But the thought of scaling that up to what I would like a Night Porphyrion in my household to be absolutely terrifies me. That thing <laughs> costs like $600 <laughs> Australian. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ready to do that. I don't know if I will ever be ready to do that, but at the same time, I really want to do that, um, is the eternal struggle, um, yeah, Uh, again, it's a big model, it's a heavy model, because that Mm -hmm. thing is just a chunk of resin, it is a thick (laughs) knight, um, it's, it's, I mean, it's nearly as tall as a warhound, and it's about half as wide overall, so it it is ridiculous, um, um, I, it's weirdly enough. I think I am less. I am less scared of the concept of doing an actual Titan than a the night <laughs> just because I know I probably will never actually do a real Titan kit. That's fair. And, yeah, or at least not for the next five or six years. <laughs> <laughs> Save up. Put put that on the wedding list. You know, oh, yeah, you really yeah. want to get a gift? Get me a four twelve <laughs> voucher. <laughs> it all adds up. New cutlery set. <laughs> ward, ward, time Titan. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah i can see that working what is, yeah what, what purpose does this serve in your new home oh well it looks really good and uh i can play apocalypse well no. it's 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 a fair <laughs> point because it's going slightly mm. off tangent
0: with with our wedding yeah yeah you know oh you, you you know that afterwards you're you're opening all these presents it's fantastic you think well, what this yeah. lovely stuff people buy and you sort of look at it you're thinking this is sort of 95 percent What my wife would like, you know, it's
1: it's, yeah, yeah, you know that sort of stuff. Things for me in there,
0: yeah. To be fair, to be fair, my my workmates really good. They ended up buying Mm. me a barbecue like tools sort of set, you know, like you know, like the tongs and all that. So they got me something that I would appreciate. And yeah. I appreciate them for doing that. So I think you're more in your rights to shove world on the wedding <laughs> list,
1: Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it would, it would definitely be the the Night Porphyrion, uh, not the Night whatever the other version, the mechanicum version, because I don't want that one. I want the one with yeah. the big glass cannons. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, one day. The, it, the problem is it's a goal within reach. I could conceivably save up this year and buy one, but I'm not going to because I'm afraid yeah that's next year next year maybe (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's fair that's fair um right okay so i think of myself now so i think for younger matt so my era when i was younger was fourth edition warhammer and around Mm -hmm. second edition 40k so the good thing in a sense generally around that time is the models weren't as complicated and weren't as big as as we see today. (laughs) So I I was sort of thinking about this. I think, I know this sounds a bit of a funny one, but I think for me, it would be pretty much any space Marine tank. So it would have been predators, Mm -hmm. land raiders at the time. Now, my reasoning behind that is not really from a building point of view, um, because, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good to put together. It's more the actually painting it because yeah. At that age, you know, I, I wouldn't have been let loose with a, with a rattle can. You know, there's just no, no way, um, <laughs> like I could use a rattle can at that age and um, wouldn't have been allowed it. And to be honest, I probably mm. wouldn't have been able to afford it. You know, like oh, it was, yeah. you know, yeah. pocket money. I was, you know, barely a teenager at that age, um, <laughs> at that time. So mm. to me, I would have had to have hand painted and primed. You know, a big chunky land raider, and it's yeah, just, yeah. and it is like, no, there's just no way that's going to happen. So I think, like, I it's sort of similar to what I do now, whereas I probably built the land raider and just never t- painted it because I thought I can't, <laughs> I got, no- I just don't have enough money to buy the paints to cover yeah, this much yeah. plastic.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't mm. go to be honest. Well, um, you've got the airbrush now, so you're all good on that. Exactly. See, <laughs> older mat,
0: adult mat with disposable income. Yeah. And is legally allowed <laughs> to use rattle cans and, and mm. airbrushes can get away with it now, but I think uh, for older current me, I would mm. say, uh, and I've mentioned this before, fat fingers. So yeah. I think that anything that's very very precise, and it even just means from oh, a building man. point of view, yeah, you know, yeah, it, I, I must admit, like, it's just it's intimidating.
1: I know exactly which model you would be afraid of. Uh, nowadays, you would be afraid of the Goliath gang leader with his cigar that is a single <laughs> yes, millimetre yeah. by third of a millimetre piece. Yeah, God, I hate that thing so much.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be going there. He would not be Terrifying. having that cigar.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> just got a gap in his teeth he whistles with. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. He's been smashed in the
0: mouth. It's, that's, we'll leave it there. It's just... It, I think it, it's one of those where, yeah, it's just like I said, I've got, mm. you know, I've got quite stubby i'm I'm showing you on webcam camera because we're actually doing using a webcam for the first time um when recording this so yeah i've got quite you know these are never going to play guitar these hands no that's that's why i'm a drummer and (laughs) it's 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 something that's not going to happen so i i think that when it comes to yeah models i just I, I I can only be so precise with these these hands of mine, and obviously getting yeah. older and and whatever. Yeah. But I I think what well, I'm always scared of now, which unfortunately is sort of what a lot of models <laughs> are like now, is they're very thin and you know it's like yeah. you know obviously we're going to be talking about Slanesh at some point during this show, and <laughs> I've got yeah, all are. my you know a load of Slanesh demons ready to build at some point, mm. and I must admit, I'm intimidated by some of them. I'm looking at Selesk, mm. you know the oh, uh, the demon yeah, prince. Cool. With that whip, I'm I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm no. frightened to cut it out of the sprue, yeah. let alone do anything with it. So yeah. I think anything like that always intimidates me now, and I suppose as well on sort of off the back of it, anything that's diorama related, you know. So the the triumph of Saint Catherine, Catacross. Yeah. I know you can you obviously you would have sub assemblies with that you know realistically but there's so much going on Yeah, yeah. I find that very intimidating which is why I quite like working on my ogres at the moment you know ogres Mm. are are chunky boys happy (laughs) boys not complicated boys no they're they're fine to work on so yeah I I think uh, I mean one thing I would say and this could apply to anyone I think that sometimes you need to almost remember what you can and can't do um mm. and i think i've sort of said this before because to me sometimes you have to know your limitations and
2: yeah
0: and accept them and be happy with that i think you know whether it's building painting or whatever i think uh, yeah you know, sometimes a faction you know you may love it you think this this mm. faction love it it's my favorite faction i love everything about yeah. it but you may not, may not get on with it from a model perspective, i.e. when yeah. you're building it, like it's too fiddly, too whatever, whatever adjective you want to chuck in there. And yeah. sometimes you just gotta accept that and think, you know yeah. what, as much as I'm trying with this, I'm not enjoying them because they're too fiddly. I'm not yeah, I'm not clicking with them. And that's fine, you know. That's not the end mm. of the world. Hopefully, Absolutely. you've not pumped a load of money into them at that point. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> you know,
0: it's, it's similar to your your night analogy because it's it's mm. a similar sort of thing where you know, okay, you love night, so that's not a problem yeah. in that sense. But it's still like you, you're like, do I throw six hundred dollars into this model and what happens yeah. if I bugger it up?
1: You yeah. know, it's hard. It's it's very difficult, and it it is that. <sighs> part of it is the sunk cost fallacy idea where you've spent so much money on this model. You want to make it as good as possible. Don't mess it up just because you've already invested a lot in it. And also don't be afraid to put it away or even sell it on just because you've already spent so much money on it. Like if something, you know, for sure is beyond your grasp. Don't be afraid to say, this is my limit for now. I might maybe in future, but for now, this is my limit and that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's good yeah. to be afraid. Fear is good for you. <laughs> yeah, and, and
0: and and also and and that, that's what I'm saying. Don't don't but then if if fear does overcome you, that's fine as mm. well. Like yeah. if something yeah. is too beyond your reach from a model perspective, from mm. you know, whether it's the building, whether it's the painting, you, you know, you you know you want it you want all these intricate details and such like. If you think you don't have the technical literal physical skill
2: mm. at this mm.
0: point to do that. That's fine, and yeah, you know, find yeah. a way around it. That's why I'm a big advocate. I know I'm repeating myself, but a bit a big advocate <laughs> of these these schemes, which you know, you're throwing just mm. either colors down, you're doing a load of dry brushing, you know, your stone cast eternals, and all that sort yeah, of stuff. The, the yeah. rust marines that I'm doing, you know, it 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 means you can. Okay, you you are cutting corners. That's the reality that, of it. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because if you're no, getting it done yeah. at the end of the day and enjoy it, and and. It, And some of these schemes look fantastic. And I've Mm. said this before because it, it makes them more interesting in some ways because you'll, you'll see a really great model, a real tech, you know, like it's like the Lumineth at the moment. Obviously Lumineth, lots of little intricate details. And if they're done right, they look, you know, chef's kiss. And, Mm. but if there's a lot of people doing them like that, and that's fantastic. Fair play to them for doing that, that they've got the ability to do all these little intricate details. But, you know, you could do them in these very uh, simple schemes, you know, where you're not doing mm. all the intricate runes and everything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and still look fantastic, because ironically, they look different to what yeah. 90% of the people are doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, if I ever did Lumineth, I would do the, the elemental-style army, so all the Alarith would be the stone-style, like, yeah. all the air ones would... I couldn't cast clear models, but I would want to get like a simple, like white grayscale, windy looking scheme, that kind of thing. Just keep it simple. Yeah. There, there is a point beyond which I will not progress in terms of detail painting. Yeah. <laughs> so <exactly>. That's fine. <laughs> and,
0: and I'm not, not trying to discourage people from trying it, it because mm, obviously, mm. yeah, that's not what I'm trying to say here. It's just don't feel you have to because,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: because there's this, you know, pressure to do so because it doesn't exist. That pressure yeah. is not there. You know, from anyone else. Exactly, it's, just, it's your own pressure, and we've all experienced it ourselves. You know, that's mm. um, the way it goes. But no, awesome question. Yeah. Thank you that very much, so Wayne. Good. Yeah, it was <laughs> right. Let's carry on this hobby train, Cameron. Mm. What have you? You know, in a nutshell, what have you been up okay. to since we last recorded around that yeah. episode?
1: Um, so first off, uh, in the lead up to the Death Guard Codex's release, I kept working on Maude Beignet, my night tyrant. She's really getting close, honestly. Like, most of the base coding is done. I just have to do all of the trim. And that is, that is what is currently stopping <laughs> me there. Um, <laughs> gotta do all the trim, and then it's mostly onto, like, detailing and, like, doing the top of the carapace stuff, but that's, like, that's fine. I'm honestly very happy with the progress I've made. I might not be touching her for a bit, just because I've got other projects coming up that uh, I'm going to have to be devoting a lot of time to. Um, we went into lockdown for five days. Mm. I painted 12 Plague Marines during that time. Nice. Because, uh, in Because with the release of the Zekar Codex, it's always the way. It was like this when the Chaos Knights Codex came out last edition. I suddenly got this surge of energy and did a bunch of Chaos Knights stuff like, in the following weeks, uh, in the weeks leading up to and the following weeks. Uh, it's the same with Death Guard. I've painted a ton of Plague Marines. Um, oh, my God. Um, I I reorganized all the squads into legal squads. It turns out 45 <laughs> Plague Marines. I don't know when I got this many Plague Marines. <laughs> um, I never bought that many. I swear. Uh <laughs> <laughs> they just pop up. Um,
0: They've been reproducing.
1: <laughs> like yeah, there in in, in, down there in the dark. Um, yeah. Uh, um, just this last week, uh, God, just yesterday, actually, I picked up a Lord of Virulence, and I've mm-hmm. modded him modded him a little bit. I've removed, like, his little hanging gut and replaced it with an armor plate from a death shroud. Yep. I've removed his little uh, gross skin sinew cloak and replaced it with a spare Lord of Contagions cloak. Yeah. Um, I, I just modded up earlier today my uh, Felthius. There's oh, terrible yeah. lighting on this webcam. Uh, the only mod I've done is I've taken off his very cartoony looking scythe head and given him a spare one from the Death Shroud that looks much uh, sharper. Yeah. Um But, so the big thing is, I had my birthday. Uh, I had my birthday a week after <laughs> I got engaged. I think that might have, I don't want to say triggered feelings of gratitude. That feels weird. But, no. um,. <laughs> so Aaron organized my entire D group together for my birthday this year and they all really chipped in which is terrifying they shouldn't have um so arriving sometime next week there is for me a plague burst crawler uh a malignant malignifier myasmic malignifier the new terrain mm-hmm. piece and yep. fucking mortarian <laughs> um <gasps> Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is this is where this is where my talk about pushing the limits on what you can do comes in because I'm, I'm going to do like a full repos on this guy. Of course, I am. It's my Mortarian. I can't just have one that looks like all the other Mortarians that will now be showing up because he's incredible. Um, <laughs> also, one of his poses is complete crap as it is. Anyway, there's only <laughs> one good pose, and that is the aiming the pistol pose. We all know that yes. to be true. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I've started off. I've started working on this before the model arrives because this is a 200 ish dollar gift I have been given just in him alone. And I want to make sure I don't fuck it up too badly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've done like a page of brainstorming. I'm going to do like another two pages over the next few days anyway, sort of refining ideas and things like that. Uh, they're on the discord. If you want to see lots and lots of stick figures that I've drawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, And yeah, Essentially, no matter what, I'm going to be doing a full leg repose because I want him like standing on stuff instead of just floating around. I mean, he's really cool. I love I love the floating, dodging position he's in, but I kind of want to harken back a little bit to Horus Heresy Mortarion, where you know he obviously couldn't fly, uh, no. so had lots of lots of good commander poses. Um, the the two that are really really pushing it for me at the moment are. A pose I've named um, Reaper, which is him in the old school third edition Typhus model pose where he's got the scythe two-handed and is just advancing with it. Super cool. That one's going to be so much work. Um, (laughs) That is like a full leg redo, a full arm redo, like a straightening of the torso and a moving about of the cloak. That's going to be a shit ton of work. But it looks really, really cool. So that's one of the options. I've I've done a whole bunch of other, like, theoretical ones, but the only other real option is called Vengeful, and it's where instead of the pistol in the outstretched hand, he has a magnetized enemy, so I can paint a bunch of commanders from different forces and be like, oh, who am I fighting today, Tau? Okay, let me just pop an ethereal in Mortarion's hand. (laughs) Just, just like, squeezing them as they slowly rot away kind of style thing. That would be amazing. Love it. And I really like the idea because it gives me an excuse to, like paint a bunch of different factions as well, so yeah. it, like, give me that variety yeah. and thing. Um, it is also a lot of work, but it's less reposing work, which is another thing in its favour. <laughs> like, I- I'll have to repose, like, a Space Marine and a Guard Commander and a Dark Elder and stuff, but I won't have to repose Mortarian's arms so heavily, which is nice. Um, so those are, like, my two I'm thinking of at the moment. Who knows how these ideas will evolve before I actually get them in-, in my grubby little hands. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah... Um I also, hey, Slanesh is up for pre order today. I've pre ordered my battle tome. I held off from pre ordering Sigvold. It was very tempting, but I've got to deal with Mortarion first, I think. That's um bad. And as part of this I ordered a corpse cart because Mortarion needs a pile of bodies to stand on, and that's the best pile of bodies I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so that that is the majority of my hobby. Uh it's a lot I did a lot of painting. I did a little bit of kit bashing and converting, and then I did a lot of brain power of, oh, God, oh, fuck. <laughs> it still counts. I've got to do this now. <laughs> yeah, that's it, pretty much.
0: Awesome. Okay. That's awesome indeed. Right. So mm. what is your Ooh, yes. Warhammer community highlights? So mm. not this cool one, just the overall yes. community one.
1: So this one comes from the Warcry subreddit. Uh, this was posted by Jestercost4. It's not actually their work. They have a friend who's not on Reddit, and they got permission to share this. Um, Sweet. This is a corn. Yep, this is a corn demon warband with a slaughter priest allied in, and it is so cool. It is so goddamn cool. It is like proper demonic, creepy, terrible, awful, gory. It's hard to describe. Like the basic blood letters come in two strains: pile of skulls for a head, or Extremely long tendon muscle neck with a single skull at the top for a head. Like they're <laughs> so cool. Like the 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 flesh hounds have like the, the xenomorph style head where they're all slick back. They got yeah. tentacles yeah. growing out of faces embedded in their back. Uh, one of them has like a weird long beaked thing going on instead. Like there's lots of spawn bits being used. Um, oh, where's that? There's there's like blood letters that just have their blank almost pyramid head. Uh, head styled face plates made out of metal. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. they do. Yeah. Um, oh, and the the guys on the the blood crushers, uh, the yes, blood crushers, the uh, demons on juggernauts. All the juggernauts they've got these we like one has the front of a hell brute sarcophagus as the face instead of yeah. like the normal rhino <laughs> yeah. head and stuff. Yeah. Like they're so good, they are super creepy, and they're painted in like this dead corpse white scheme with brassy gold, and then just gore. Everywhere they are so, so like grim, dark, demonic as compared mm-hmm. to like like corn demons are pretty grim as it is, but yeah. like there's there's humanity and like character to them. These are like faceless evil, and it's so good. It's super Silent Hill. Yeah, I was just silent about to Hill. say that. Yeah, literally <laughs> was about to say the very silent.
0: It's a yeah a combination of of your old Warhammer grim dark. You know the artwork mm. where you see that you know the that sort of thing. You like I said, you've got silent hill you've got alien the the xenomorph in there uh and what i love about it is every single model is very unique as well oh yeah yeah everyone's everyone in it has got something different about them and <laughs> mm. they're really twisted some of these yeah, li- yeah. you know literally and figuratively it's yes they're they're, yeah. <laughs> they're really good that is so mm. nice and and again yeah. that's the beauty of doing something like a war cry band a necromander mm. gang any of these sort yeah. of skirmish type games is you can put a lot of love into a small amount of models and yeah you get stuff like this which exactly fabulous yeah
1: Like you know, it's good when you look at it, and my first thought was, "Crap, I've got to make a corn demon warband exactly like (laughs) this." Like, I can't do that just yet. One day, Um.
0: (laughs) exactly. And that, like I said, that's the beauty of it because obviously, if you wanted to, you know, you could easily do this for a full corn demon army, Mm. but that—that's a lot of work, and obviously, some people can, some people.
1: Project (laughs) exactly. So,
0: whereas this is beautiful, it's that nice balance where it's you know, you know, Mm. a dozen models at most, and. You can make them all yeah. look fantastic. Oh god. That is brilliant. God. I like the fact that even the like the first one, which looks mm. like it looks like uh, crypt ghouls by the look of it. Yeah. Rather than a blood with uh, a blood letter arm um, and sword. Less, yeah. and, and like the sword has been made straight mm. at the top. I like that. They've sort of deliberately cut yeah. the top of the the blade mm. off. Oh man. That yeah. So good. So
1: good. So good. <laughs> Ah, inspiring. Yeah. Fantastic <laughs> right. Fantastic work to Jester Cost 4's friend. Yes. <laughs> See, you need we'll to have, have your own Reddit account yeah. so you can get on and Please. show more of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So before we crack on with mine, uh my hobby stuff, let's do the hobby tip. Um this is quite <laughs> funny. This is sort of came about a few days ago. It was something that I I started and then it ended up being a a situation where I I sort of started asking questions, and then we came to a conclusion. It's like, hey, let's let's uh, have some hobby tips for the next episode. So yeah, <laughs> so basically, I was asking about <laughs> with or I can't remember what started the conversation, but paintbrushes where they start splitting, um, even even during painting, and and then you know discussion went backwards and forwards between people. And one sort of bit of advice, or one question that came up, I should say, was. How are you storing your brushes? And obviously, yeah. you know my my answer was like, well, upright. You know, obviously, I'm not having them da- pointing mm. down in yeah. my head because yeah. I'm thinking, well, they'll, <laughs> that won't be good yeah. if they're in a the stand. <laughs> um, so upright. Whereas a lot of people, you know, a few people are saying, you know, do them either downwards where they're sort of obviously being hung up, and obviously you've got the that plastic thing that goes on on the brush, you know, where the mm. uh, where the, uh, the the top of the brush. Or have them, you know, going sideways. Because what can often happen is if you, if you, you know, you've cleaned them out, you finish, you know, you finish your painting for the day, you've cleaned them out, um, dried the 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 top, and then you know, you put it in your stand, you know, upright in a in in a cup, you know, whatever people use, yeah, um, that can cause moisture to dribble down into the uh, was it Mm. the ferrule the um the metal bit of the the brush, and that can actually, you know, cause problems with them, cause them to split and stuff. And I didn't even really think about that and there's a few other people mm, mm. that are in the same sort of thought process so so yeah, yeah so you know if you're having that problem or just in general with this with your paintbrushes consider you know don't having you know them upright basically when yeah. you're storing yeah them. <laughs> so which sort of makes sense in a way because often when you look when you buy some quite expensive and special brushes you mm. often see the stands um yeah. where they are horizontal you know where you mm. you know like you're storing a load of swords uh, <laughs> you know where your katanas <laughs> are you got your katanas over here and you got your mm. paintbrushes there um, yeah yeah so yeah i i think that's something to you know seriously consider to be honest yeah, you know, the way you're storing yeah. them because you could be damaging them without really knowing it so mm. thank you to people on our discord for sharing that information it's a good thing to know you said you're always learning mm. <laughs> so what have i been up to so, <laughs> right so i uh first thing i did uh right towards the end of the last episode is i managed to finish my competition piece for our yeah. hundred thousand downloads which was uh i was actually really happy with him in the end mm, uh, so this was, was awesome. for forest <laughs> ablaze the lion of the phoenician was the oh. the character that i made so yeah i think on the last episode I was sort of mm. saying how far I was getting with him. And yeah, I think the end result was, was, I was pretty happy with him in the end. Yeah. So
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: So he was based on a, a night Zeros. like I said, I gave him the, the, the big hammer from the, uh, star Drake kit. I mm. gave him the, the head from the, uh, the, uh, what are they called? I've forgotten this. the, 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 the Scouty Stormcast.
1: Yeah. The ranger. you know, those guys.
0: The ranger ones. Some, I, I've, that yeah. name eludes me right now, <laughs> but And then what I did as a real last sort of, you know, I did other bits as well and I put him on, I put him on the, the endless spell, the, the disc endless spell for the storm cast. And I was really happy Mm. about it. And you know, he like, he he just, he just needs something else, something else just to sort of make, make him a bit different. So, so from the same Xeros kit, I took the, Mm. the, the, the the hawk and just literally just glued it to the back (laughs) of his back to give him wings, you know, and it fit nicely and it it was mm. like not there was the a nice sort of length where the wings were just a bit longer than his outstretched arms you know so yeah yeah, yeah. i was actually really really happy with him and chris who was mm. the the winner uh, uh well at least the, the person that obviously i did the the, the piece for um, uh, was really happy with mm. it and yeah you know yeah and and when i sent it to him i think only one piece fell off or two pieces but hey, they're easy put back that's on better than so, me <laughs> sick, was
1: op- sick was opened a box with squigs flying everywhere
0: <laughs> yeah that's the pro- that's the thing it? when you're doing kit bashes and conversions yeah. they do you know it's trying to find ah, a way to fine. to send them but we, we did it you know and so yeah hopefully the the two winners you know now that they've be- mm. definitely got their prizes now uh you know we're really happy with them so that was really yeah. good yeah so something that you mentioned earlier is airbrushing so uh, mm. literally a meter away from me right here in the the realm and ruin studio um <laughs> definitely not my home office um no, there's going to be an air, airbrush setting up so i've i've decided to sort of fully go in because i i had a bit of a purge of some of my older models and mm. my usual method is i'll sell kits and then i'll buy more and then it rotates yes. and i thought no, let's stop that let's stop stop that <laughs> uh, situation so i thought let's let's go in with airbrush you now. you know i I struggle with my painting at times getting stuff done and I need a more efficient way I think yeah to to overcome that frustration and I've had a a decent airbrush in my uh, collection for about two years now uh, at least a badger patriot airbrush Mm. which when they were on sale and it's just been stuck there so like right let's let's go all in now so I bought my I bought pretty much everything I need now. I've got a compressor. I've got yeah. thinner. I've got primer. I've got a cleaning station, uh, a cleaning pot. I've got an ultrasonic cleaner to to Ooh. to clean it afterwards. And yeah. this was thanks to uh, two particular individuals, uh, Adrian, friend of the show, who will be mm-hmm. joining us soon for that mental health episode, and uh, Pete as well on our Discord mm. who I chat to a lot. And a uh, big thank you to him as well because he actually uh, recorded a 12-minute video that he then privately put on YouTube to send to me explaining his setup. But so it was a, yeah, a massive, you know, that's cool. I was just, yeah. that was really cool of him to do that. Because I think airbrushing for a lot of people is very intimidating, you know, it's, mm. especially if, obviously, if you've never done it before, don't know much about it. I think for me, what what I was trying to do by speaking to these guys was trying to understand in simple terms, how it works. I know how yeah. an airbrush works, like in the, yeah. in that sense, but it's like, what, what gear do I need? What, what's the essential stuff? What's the, you know, nice to haves? What's the, don't worry about that. That's just a bit of a fad. Don't bother buying, you know, it's just what, what's the yeah. sort of the meat and veg of it? What do you actually need to get going and just crack on with it? Um, so yeah. So tomorrow uh, after this recording, I'm going to set up my booth. So I'm going to do a DIY booth. So I'll be getting mm-hmm. a, cardboard box um adrian was <laughs> kind enough to send me some fans uh, with a power supply and some led lights yep. so i can start you know obviously funneling any air out. i've got a respirator um, yeah. mask anyway for when i do priming so i'll use that uh, yeah in theory i've got everything i need um to to do it so you know next realm episode i will hopefully have some sort of updates of how yeah. i been getting on all I care about, and I said the thing I said this before the show, all I care about is priming and base coating. Mm, if I can get yeah. it, that done, beautiful. Because then I don't need to worry about the weather and rattle cans and, and everything like that. Mm. And if it means I can, you know, get you know, efficient enough or proficient enough to, you know, smash through stuff and get that sort of stuff done, it'll it will really change my my hobbying, hopefully. Yeah, Plus, yeah. That's the plan anyway. So I will keep you all updated with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what else? I've been on a real Warhammer Fantasy thing at the moment. I don't know what caused hmm. it. It was a few weeks ago where I've been watching a lot of bat reps for Warhammer Fantasy. I've been yeah. getting hold of the rule books again. Um, I don't know what triggered it. There's something something <laughs> happened. I think I was just like, I need, so, I just fancy, you know, I was, I was reading something. I think I was reading some yeah. fancy lore for, you know, because i like to keep you know abreast of things i know that's stuff <laughs> from the past but you know what i mean ah. like i tried to fi- i tried to fill in gaps in the older law knowledge so i was yeah i've started watching a lot of eighth and sixth edition bat reps um mm. um and yeah and what i'm hopefully will do is once once we're out of lockdowns and we can here in the uk start playing again even if that's obviously going to be later this year um mm. I, you know i was saying to my mate mine let's Let's play some fantasy. You know, we can use our AOS stuff. You know, my my ogres are pretty much all the models from from that era anyway. (laughs) Just you know, put them on movement trays. You know, square ones and or rectangle Mm. ones, just say, and off we go. So it's just been it's been a nice sort of rabbit hole to go back down in because you know I I played fourth and fifth edition fantasy. And mm. if you you know look things up, sixth and eighth always seem to get a lot of the praise. So it's been nice yeah. to sort of re- remember the rules. I'm like, oh, that's mm. yes, that's how fancy worked. Um, you know, so it's been it's been a, again a real funny rabbit hole to you know that I'm quite enjoying you know going yeah. through at the moment really. So that's been uh, a lot of fun uh, talking about my ogres. I've you know slowly been progressing. I haven't done that much to them, but you know started building some iron guts. I've got some more lead belchers because. Uh, uh, lead belchers are a funny one because they come in units of two in aos and yeah. ideally you want them in a unit of five because, uh, sorry four because they count as battle line um yeah. in certain yeah. circumstances so i've got them for that and also if i play fantasy they come in units of three so i need at least three so i've got a couple more like that i mean the good thing is with the 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 old kits um all I had to do was buy two ogre bodies because I had yeah. a couple of the guns left from the previous kit. That, that's the mm. beauty of ogres. All the kits combined, oh, yeah. and you can do some really cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, I've got another Stonehorn kit that I got cheap, so that'll be number three. Um, so, <laughs> And I, I, I was sort of chatting to uh, Alex last night and uh, about ogres, and he's like, oh, how are you getting on with them? I said, well, I just looked at it. I've got nineteen hundred and sixty points built so just shy of wow. two thousand points built <laughs> if i build the other bits i've got which is the another beast claw box and the other the other stonehorn mm. i'll have exactly three thousand points of focus <laughs> well, there
2: so, you go That's I was like, perfect. Oh, uh,
0: okay i didn't realize i had that much thank you for reminding me <laughs> <laughs> um a couple other little bits um I have been playing some Blood Bowl 2 which is on the Ooh. PC. We we started a Blood Bowl league uh on Discord which is for me wasn't that fun to be honest um, <laughs> and I will premise that I have bowed out of the league uh mm. because I wasn't enjoying it. Now it, it's a funny one really because and I don't want to put this across like Oh, you you've left because you're a bad loser. I don't mind losing. I yeah. it's just I've just not really enjoyed it, to be honest. I, yeah. I was quite surprised, yeah. you know, when we 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 started the Blood Bowl League. And that's no that when I say don't enjoy it, that's not the other people. Everyone else is fantastic. Mm. I just mean, yeah, I find, I, I it's reminded me how frustrating I find Bro- Blood Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> it's very unforgiving with especially mm. with the roles. Um, oh yeah, I I played a, a Wood Elf team, the Shearwood Stunners, and. <laughs> it... <laughs> they uh, yeah i, I pro- that probably didn't help me i probably picked the wrong no. team um yeah. because they i i just couldn't score i couldn't do, i couldn't do anything um mm. i was just getting absolutely stomped by everyone else and <laughs> it's one of those where you know you think there's a difference between like i said losing and just not enjoying it you know i yeah. happily I'll happily lose every game as long as i'm enjoying it but I'm mm. not enjoying it. I enjoy the chat. I enjoy the banter with who I'm playing, mm. but I just wasn't enjoying the, the game. Unfortunately, the the slight snag with the, the video game is yeah. that you, that in contrast, obviously, if you're playing on the, the tabletop is you can't sort of change. When I say change your mind, you know, when like, mm. say, say you picked up the ball with the one of your players, you then run and then you run forward and then you, at that point i think from memory if you want to pass you have to then pass then i.e., you you can't move another player and then go back to that person and pass obviously if you accidentally do that in the video game too bad you know whereas obviously in theory if you're playing with someone you can go oh sorry i i didn't mean to do that i didn't think of that through you know you would you could roll it back almost and and re whereas yeah i i just kept making mistakes that it's my own fault really and yeah it just wasn't I just wasn't enjoying it, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but, you know, but you've got to give these things a go. Like I said, I'm not saying to anyone, don't don't play that game because yeah. everyone else is really enjoying it. I just think sometimes, you know, you know, going back to like the what I was saying with the model side where you try something and you find it's just mm. not working out, there's no harm in the games with that. If you, you know, it, it's fine. Don't worry about it. If yeah, it doesn't yeah. work out, it doesn't work out. But uh, something that did work out is I played another game of AOS on Tabletop Simulator Ooh. the other week. Yeah, yeah. So that's something I very much enjoy, and it's not because <laughs> I win. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> that helps. So um, no, I'm, I'm I'm joking. So the so we we, we me and uh, Pete, who I play regularly now, we always have a great time when we play. Mm. Um, and what what we have a habit of doing now is just rocking up with quite quirky lists uh Mm. he tends to play gits and i tend to play whatever i feel like at the time (laughs) and i i think this is the beauty of tabletop simulator at the moment is that you can just you know you don't have to worry about models you can just go right if i want this i'm gonna have it you plunk them on the table on the on the simulator and off you go so we played a thousand points uh slaves to darkness that's who i was and he played Mm -hmm. i said gits so i went for a full mounted army so basically i had Ooh. the chaos lord on the karkadrak i had yep. a chaos sorcerer lord on a manticore and then three units of five chaos knights that was it <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> just completely yeah. just completely mounted and in contrast he had the 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 troll hag you know the forge world uh, one.
1: yeah yeah
0: she was hilarious um the mm. the trog boss <laughs> and then two lots of three trogoths basically yeah so he had a super elite army as well yeah and and what we decided to do as well is we which is obviously not very very aos at the moment is that we just decided (laughs) to have a showdown no no objectives just smash it out and just see Mm. see what happens because sometimes that's that's oh yeah yeah. a bit of fun really you know and you know just because aos is objective based does not mean you need to do it so Mm. yeah we decided to smash it out and that is exactly what happened You know, I just went in, and I got off to a good start, but I really struggled after a while. That trog boss lasted all five turns. It's mad.
1: Insane. (laughs) Bastard to take
0: down. I've actually took down the, the hag... Uh, she wasn't too mm. bad. It was that that trog boss was an absolute nightmare to to take <laughs> down. And, and and it's good when you play these games because you learn mm. the little intricacies and also you learn what your units can and can't do. I know I'm I'm yeah. stating the obvious, but like with the chaos knights, I put them all with lances, which is great when you get in on the charge because they get a better rend and yeah. better damage. They go from uh, to minus one and and two damage, and there's what that sounds great in theory, but obviously, if you've got stuff which you know deflects wounds, if you don't really pull off that charge, yeah, you they're they suddenly not that great because they start, they go down to, you know, they're a four plus to hit, so you've got a 50 yeah. 50 chance, and they've only got a couple of attacks each, and obviously, the units are only five of them, so you know, after a while. You, you get a bit stodged in combat and that's sort of what yeah. was happening where my knights were mm. were doing okay but they were starting to get plinked away and obviously they're not taking mm. the trog boss down and so yeah it was it got very <laughs> sticky and messy um it yeah. was proper warhammer it was great in that sense Um <laughs> i mean luckily i managed to 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 get the victory in the end but it was yeah it was it went to the wire it was really yeah. really tough but it was great It was was such a good game. Um, And we're going to try and do that every week where we just play with a really quirky list. Um, Unfortunately, not not been able to do it this week because I've been ill. But, you know, next week I will play another game. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Right, my last bit of hobby is something that's coming up for me, um, which is very different to anything that we've ever spoken about, is next month I am going to an online seminar with um, James Hewitt, who's hosting it. Now, James Hewitt is from... Needy Cat Games, and he yeah. is basically uh, like an independent games designer, like a consultant oh, yeah, in, in yeah, different yeah. ways. That's, I don't know his official type, but that's basically what he is. So he he worked on Necromunda, the recent Necromunda, mm. and he worked mm. on uh, Titanicus as well, the recent one, and other yeah. you know non GW yeah. games. <laughs> and he you know is basically got a set amount of people to you know available you buy a ticket to go to his his seminar which like i said is in about three three weeks time and it's called designing miniature war games so i'm mm. going to be attending that and i i'm really looking forward to it because i'm looking for yeah. a, a change of career and i'm going to attend it and see what i get from it really you know see hmm. if it's something i want to get involved in um obviously yeah, yeah. it's like every like every industry it's hard to get in, uh, involved in but it you know it will be 2 hours of of learning and hmm. you know q and a etc and he basically will be showing you how you know the process and and tips for for doing this of how to design your own game basically and yeah. and, and be, in turn become a potential designer you know i'll see where it goes i'll see if it's something it may, it may not be something for me but i just thought i'm going to get a ticket i'm going to be one of only 15 people doing it oh Um, yeah yeah. and from someone that's literally worked on on you know gw games i i'm really excited and again yeah when when i've done that i will tell everyone how that went so i Mm. can't wait (laughs) um so yeah so that's been my my hobby for the last month or so bits and bobs Mm -hmm. so right let's talk about my community highlight so, uh-huh. this comes from Twitter. If I can get the link up so I can actually look at it because it's <laughs> being all slow and, and such like. So, this yes. comes from uh Pegastix on Twitter, yep. she's very well known on Twitter. If you, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yep. she actually <laughs> from memory, I could be wrong on this, I think she's involved with the, the graphics and videos on GW. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. when we see reveal videos and you know they've got all the all the story Mm. and and things like that i think she she does that and but she's very well known for her kit bashing and conversions on Mm. on twitter and she i I really like this one it's very simple um i think the reason i like it is because of two twofold really because like i said earlier i've been watching a lot of uh warhammer fantasy stuff and basically she's put together a sorceress on a dark pegasus so obviously back mm. in the day in Warhammer fantasy dark elves that was a unit you know dark pegasus yeah. was really cool and you could like I said you could shove a, a sorceress on top and so and it's quite and i and i genuinely you know hand on heart on my family's <laughs> life had this idea i thought do you know what it'd be really cool to do because obviously I've got elves mm. myself. I've got dark elves for AOS. I thought, i oh, it'd be really cool to sort of have a Pegasus that, that counts as something else, you know. Um, but obviously, yeah. the Pegasus models are quite old now. They're hard to get hold of. And I was thinking, yeah. wouldn't it be really cool if you, you know, if you use the um, the, the mount from the 9 Tailed Hero? Mm. Oh, was it? Um, Rackenor.
2: Uh, Grimhaler.
0: Rackenor, the yeah. Grimhaler. I was thinking, that would be a really cool mount, you know, because mm. – and that's what she's done she's she's <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what she's done she's and it was actually and what's quite good it was in a recent mortal realms magazine so you know the magazine uh, that we get here in the uk yeah. and, and a few other countries um it was you know that was the kit that was out a few yeah. weeks ago actually and what she's done is she's put basically a it looks like a daughter of Cain. i'm trying to think, work out which kit
1: uh it's, it's from off. the blood wreck shrine she's one of the shrine ah, guard
0: that's it that's the one uh, yeah, so she's the legs and the torso. Oh, sorry, no, this is someone else. Sorry, I was reading another I was yeah. reading another one. That was someone else, but they someone else has done something similar where they've used the the yeah. legs and torso from the Sorceress that's on the Black Dragon you know, the kit yeah. that you can currently get. So I love mm. it. Again, it's it's yeah. like a, it's funny because I've seen the Pegasus old kit in bat Reps yeah. recently. It's quite nice seeing <laughs> a like a modern version. Mm. You know, even though it is a yeah. kit bash yeah. conversion. And yeah, yeah I, I've and it made me go out on ebay and find that mortal realms magazine
1: nice for that reason
0: admittedly i had to pay a bit more than i would have got it in the shops but whatever it's really cool really cool
1: beautiful uh beautiful throwback to the original marathi model
0: exactly yeah Yeah. and that's exactly what i think where she was probably going with it as well and 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 this Mm. is the thing this kit bash conversion is is sort of the the when i say the bottom end of what she usually does this is quite simple oh yeah for her, yeah. if you, if you said, go, go on, if you go on Twitter, I mean, she may have Instagram and such, such. I don't know, yes, but if you for, find does. Pegastix on on Twitter, just see what she does. She does absolutely mm. amazing stuff. You will yep. absolutely love it. And again, as always, anything that we share uh, on these highlights, we'll obviously put them in the show notes as always.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, let's finish up with some more highlights. Let's do Yay. our Discord ones, Cameron. What's your pick? Mm. This episode.
1: Uh, so lots of people have been very hard at work um, I'm going to give an honourable mention on this one, I'm going to give an honourable mention to Tom Tom, I love what you're doing with your Crimson Shrike Space Marines, they look so yeah. cool keep it up uh, it's, it's great to see like lilac-y brightly coloured marines, honestly <laughs> I've, I've been seeing a lot of Dark Angels and Raven Guard lately and I think it's getting me down um, but <laughs> the actual award has to go to Martin he has been mm. doing uh, what I believe he's termed as Barrel Rider Caradron Yep. Um, which is like the Endron riggers, but instead of the little ballast balloon thing, they've just got a keg, and it is <laughs> so good. Yeah. I love them so much, like they're they're painted lovely, of course, this is martin we're talking about um but mm-hmm. yeah, uh just just the it is absurd, but like to the perfect degree, I think for a o s that of course there are some carriage on that brew fizzy lifting drinks essentially <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> I really really like it it's it's a fun idea. It still fits well in AOS, and he's done it really well. So, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, and it, it, it's it's nice for me as well seeing it because I work with Martin. So mm. I remember when this was a discussion at work <laughs> many months, like a year or so ago, mm. when yeah. you know he had this idea to do Smugman's party bus. You know, where basically yeah. there's everyone comes along and has and has drinks so it's it's really nice to see that you know because we all have these great ideas that don't ever come to yeah to to real life so it's nice to see that he had that idea and yeah he went with it and it's still going it's fantastic so yeah that will really happy what what he's achieved there. it's awesome um right uh my pick is the good doctor doctor Autogon. um of course so <laughs> uh, the dear doctor, who is, uh, as his name suggests, is very much into his orcs. And what I love is he's he's created uh, a orc blood bowl team uh, that I think was part mm. of like a, a January, you know, project that he wanted to do. So he he's created the Crow yeah. Orkshire 98ers. Now that's quite yeah. clever in many ways. So if you're familiar with football or soccer, um, back in 1998, the World Cup, Croatia. The country Croatia, mm. the national team did very well, and they yes. had quite an iconic kit at the time, which was a a white shirt with a with a good sort of half to a two thirds of it with a red mm. checker look, basically. And that's where obviously he's got the name, you know, Crow orkshire as in Croatia, yeah, and the '98ers is yeah. in '98. So it's all clever, um, and he's just done a fantastic job, you know. Yeah, he, I I, I, I love I love. I love when he does stuff because he sort of comes out of nowhere. You know, Mm. he'll just throw these in and go, here you go. This is what I've been working on. And, (laughs) and again, he's done, he's done the, 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 the red and white checkered look on the, Mm. on the Orcs, which is fantastic. He's, I've, he's a guy that also has done Howling Griffins. So he, I've got massive respect for him. (laughs) <laughs> when it comes to his painting, because again, he does, he, he always goes for the hard stuff by the look of it.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. uh, yeah,
0: he's done, a, he's done a fantastic job. I love it because it sort of amalgamates so many things. His love of works. it's, you know, typical Blood Bowl comedy, you know, a twist of the name, and the fact mm. it's based on a real, you know, a real team, or in this case, a football, you know, a soccer team as opposed to yeah uh, an NFL, NFL team i think it's great it's like the, it's the perfect package and he's done so mm. great his basing is on point yeah he's done an absolutely fantastic job love it yeah absolutely love it <sighs> well cameron that has been hobby yeah. i think it it's has. time for us to have a much needed break um, oh, yes. and when we return well, you're gonna smack me round with some warhammer news i'm ready boy am i
2: <laughs> <laughs> back soon
0: hello we're back we're back from our break we have had our mm. drinks we have bought yes. Nash stuff in my case and hey. <laughs> you know i know my priorities but uh that's talking fair. of priorities cameron hit me with all that lovely juicy warhammer news what's been going on
1: oh man uh there's a lot that's been going on there was an event called the dead and the divine and it was it was a time was had by all <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really fun. Uh, we were all in on the voice chat. Lots of fun. Yeah, uh, cram fifteen people into one chat and just yeah watch them uh, watch them react to a pretty good pretty good uh, reveal stream. So we'll we'll kick off with forty k. Uh, there was one thing showing off for forty k at this event. It was a Sisters of Battle brand new unit. Man, these are the Paragon Warsuits suits, and they are interesting <laughs> um <laughs> that's a word isn't it <laughs> that's a word um okay so imagine if a penitent engine was a bit smaller and not designed to terribly torture its user that's basically what these are they're like they're they're mini they're mini dread knights for sisters of battle like um they seem to be like a terminator equivalent unit they can have swords and maces and multi-melters and heavy flamers and heavy bolters all the good stuff um, they're pretty cool. I actually kind of really like them, but some of the aesthetics is a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> you need, you need to see a photo of these to really understand it, but like the legs are a bit too slender. They attach to the sister in the suit at kind of a weird angle. Like she, either she's got no legs or she's got very broken legs. We're not sure here. Um, <laughs> misaligned then, hips. yeah, misaligned <laughs> hip, who knows? Um, and then much like the Dread Knight itself, the uh, the sister is a more a little bit more protected in this case than the uh, regular dread knight pilot, but like her arms are just kind of out to the side with joystick controllers, <laughs> and it looks really really weird. Um, someone did a Photoshop where they put the the mortifier sarcophagus on it from the alternate penitent engine build, and it looks way better. Oh, um, I can imagine, <laughs> but it's pr- yeah probably not quite a size fit. Um, but. I reckon there's a real easy fix for this because they had like this little animated section leading up to it showing a stained glass window and at the center of it was a stained glass representation of one of these Paragon suits, like descending down on angelic wings. So I reckon just chuck a couple of wings coming up from the back to sort of bulk out the profile a little. I yeah. think they'd look pretty good. It's they're, they're very ornate, but not quite ornate enough. I think is mostly what it is.
0: Yeah. they <sighs> I, I, um, the more i look at it the more i don't like it i think and mm, that's it, you know i i don't i don't hate it it's not like it's yeah. not an offensive model i, I see where they're <laughs> going with it i just think it's not chonky enough for me to be honest yeah, i i yeah. think overall i get why they've sort of done it because we'll see it's to you know replicate how a sister of battle looks, which you know is going mm. to be more live than a than a normal space marine. I get that. I see where they're yeah. going with it, but it just—I don't know. It just done. It looks. I don't see the point of it. I suppose is yeah, fair is enough. what is where I'm sort of thinking. Really, I think. Do sisters need this sort of unit? Is this is something that they would? You know, I, I'm not. Maybe. You know, again, it's not a complete outright no, but I just think mm. I don't see. why they've done this to be honest i just think they could have done something different considering we you know that we know we've got the invictor war suit we've got the the dread knight for the gray knights (laughs) uh you know so we know that these walkers are quite common Mm. so to speak you know they they exist and i just think sisters they could have just done something different you know even though they are you know similar in some respect to marines you know they wear power armor mm. they have mm. you know bolters heavy bolters the, but the great thing about the sisters is they are still very unique and they still have
1: yeah. their
0: way of doing things i feel like this is a bit lazy i think yeah it's probably the best way oh. Like, oh, oh okay
1: you know what would have been good what's that Sisters, sisters on pegasus style cavalry like the valkyries
0: yeah, see that. See that would have been amazing. <laughs> that exactly. That it's something yeah. unique. This just feels mm. phoned in a bit. And and again, yeah, it's not. It's not offensive. I don't feel like no. oh, what a terrible unit. It just feels a bit like I don't know. I just don't see its place from yeah. a, from yeah. a unit perspective from a model's perspective. Um, mm. I just hope that people go to town on it. You know, when oh, it yeah. when it comes out and you know do something different with it. It just feels Absolutely. yeah. It's just a bit skinny than it should be and yeah i don't know just a bit boring and i I think yeah, it's a shame yeah really that's fair you
1: know, yeah but
0: you know yeah
1: they're cool yes yeah. they're cool enough yeah they're not terrible yeah just okay i feel like this this was the entire reaction was everyone going wow what a cool stained glass intro yeah these
2: are all right <laughs> yeah
1: i don't mind these they're not yeah, they're like, not
2: bad yeah they're just,
1: <laughs> they're they are just they exist yeah that's they it. exist I think, I think the proof will be in the pudding. If we can see one of these in the flesh, we will actually yeah. know. It's always the way with Games Workshop models is like if you see something truly terrible, usually it's not actually that bad. And if you see something not that great, usually it's actually better than you think. You just have to be able to see the whole dang thing. Techless. These, this one... Uh, yeah, God, techless. <laughs> I mean, example. he's still... Ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still unforgivable in that position. But if you see him yeah. at a different
0: angle, he doesn't look as bad. So no, yeah. I, know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, in other 40k news, the 40k app continues to exist, but now hmm. it's less expensive to be part of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the subscription for the app has been, I think, just straight up slashed in half in price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it has had a lot of people considering it. It's not bad. Um, I am still not subscribed. Maybe one day when it's all fixed up and ready to go. But for now, I don't mind writing lists with like a pen and paper. Or a yeah. battle scribe, so yeah. Um, eventually, it'll get there, which you know would have been nice if it was there already. But it's apps. It's know.
0: a step forward, I think. At the yeah. end of the day, that they've acknowledged that it's it's too expensive. It's mm. it should never be that that cost. To be honest, at three ninety five yeah. over here, three ninety nine, one ninety nine is yes. a little bit nicer. Still, mm. I, I, the thing is, people are going to compare it to Azir, and that's ninety nine p you know it's like yeah. you could argue have they they've reduced the price but should it still be cheaper again and yeah. the fact it's not still in a fully well it isn't a working state but it's still they're still yeah. adding to it but at least yeah. azia Az- 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 is is where it's at and they just keep updating it when you know a new mm. battle tome comes out etc so yeah, yeah. I, I i mean it's good I'm, i mean it's encouraging you know that's yes. how i look at it it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's good that they're willing to do that because that's a big thing you know slashing mm. the price by half that's a that's a lot oh, of less yeah. money. They're gonna, yeah. you know, I mean, hope they'll hopefully get it, you know, recoup it by getting more people signed up. But you know, it's mm. still a bit of a risk, we'll you know. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All
1: right, uh, that was the entirety of the 40k news. There's not a lot going on. Uh, I mean, mm. Death Guard are out. That's nice. They're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mortarian's not overpowered, guys. I saw, I saw a battle report where it was Mortarian versus a full two thousand point Blood Angels army, and he didn't win. <laughs> He's not Over. overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, all right, on to Age of Sigma. This mm. is where the goodies are. Hey, first Damn off... right. Head Knights of are up for pre-order today. By the time you listen to this, they will be out. This is very important. This is a very cool release. There's lots of cool things going on mechanically that we'll talk about eventually. We're planning on doing a show on the book. We are. All that kind of stuff. The most, absolute, most important thing is Sigvold is A, not overpriced. And B, as a Gilliman-sized man is wearing assless plate armor. Holy, <laughs> I'm, I'm so hyped! <laughs> into... Like I was looking at all the 360s. Like I don't think he's got anything on under that under that plate armor. And someone on Reddit found the perfect like side shot. I'm like, he has an ass. <laughs> There's nothing on it. <laughs> it's, just... <laughs> it's perfect. It's a it's a bit of a callback to his old model. He it is it's so gorgeous from every angle. I'm not getting him yet. Like I said, but when I'm done with this Death Guard stuff, oh, I man. hit
0: the order button on him. He's coming. Yeah. I, I, it. It, it was that. That was the bit <laughs> that sold it for me. I, I have to have to get mm. him now. It's one of those situations where mm. I just think it's great that they they've still embraced what he was like in the old world. They've not like. Oh yeah, obviously he is dramatically changed, but not. I love that callback. Um, he's still that anime character mm. the oh yeah still is, <laughs> the, it's, i God, think yeah. Uh, he's he's oh he's so cool that, i know we've gushed about his model before but i love the fact that they've done that his rules are now obviously you know get coming out now they're elite he's looking mm. super powerful uh oh, he's yeah. not terribly priced both financially and points wise as well i think he's about mm. 260 points i think he is yeah um yeah for what he does uh yeah it's so cool. And it's, gr- uh, it's good that it's g- going, I know we're going slightly off topic here, but it's great that <laughs> people are going to start running. You know, you're going to see, hopefully, a lot of sick mm. mouths around. And it's, oh, yeah. It's sort of that back to that hero hammer type mentality. Yeah. So, uh, yeah,
1: uh, I'm really man. happy with them. Listen, the first time Sigvold darts in with a 12-inch charge and one-shots Gotrek, people are going to be mad. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs>
2: overpowered! <laughs> What's that?
1: He's He's got 12 attacks, hitting on 2s, and t 3 damage, and he ignores your ignoring wound abilities. Oh, God, he's so powerful. He's a, he's a
0: nice unit. He's a nice unit in the sense that he's powerful, but not silly powerful. You know, yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah. see when the, the full tome's going out. We're only going on his war scroll at the moment, but he, he's just—he's just—he he's looks like he's gonna be a cheeky unit. Uh, he's yeah. gonna be, yeah, exactly, have, yeah, cheeky attached to him. I think that's yeah. gonna be the way to mm. describe
1: him. All right, uh, yeah, more, more AOS news. Uh, Sigval's out. We already knew he was coming. That's—that's all that's news. Dead and the Divine. Guess who the Divine were? It was obvious, obviously, obviously, the Lumineth. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we we saw some more Lumineth. So hey, you remember how the Lumneth book came out and there were, like, the Venari, who are, like, the standing militia, and the Alarith, who are the earth and mountain worshippers. But the book was like, but there's, like, the river worshippers, the air worshippers, the Zenith, uh, the spiritual, or Zephyr, or whatever, spiritual worshippers. And just none of those guys existed in models. Well, uh, here comes the air temple, (laughs) essentially. Um, We got to see another... Arcane spirit thing. This is the, uh, the stone, what's-his-name equivalent. Big Hammer, Cowman, Beaver of Secrets.
0: Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the the mountain guy, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, everyone knows who we're talking about. It's the Big Cow A- with the A- Hammers.
0: Avalanor? Avalanor?
1: Avalanor, yeah, yeah. Um, so we get to see Avalanor's airy counterpart, Severeth, Lord of the Seventh Wind, uh, who appears to be some kind of sly fox spirit with the world's biggest quiver of arrows and my God, it's like a 90 degree chunk of a quiver. (laughs) Um, And you know, he's leaping gracefully through the air, like suspended by two counter twirling ribbons and things. Awesome model. Um, We also Mm. saw later on the, the alternate build um, for, uh, for him, uh, which is like the generic version, which also looks pretty good. Just has a smaller quiver basically. Um, I really like where we're going with this, where we're getting to see each of these different like elemental spirits. They're super duper cool. Uh, each of them feels very creative. Like this is this one's a little more Japani themed, I guess. Although uh, I you could say the the mountain spirit was a bit that with like the little bonsai shoulder pad thing going on, but <laughs> like little little trees and things. Um, we also saw. Uh, the biggest news around at the time was the Huracan wind charges who are elven elven Archers riding giant dinosaur kangaroo things. Yeah. They're not really kangaroos, but they're kind of kangaroos. And yeah, they're so cool. I love these things. Like, they're so great. Um, like, like I said, um, God, Ashen might not have been in an episode, but talking about the uh, Slanesha release, they have the Bliss Barb Seekers who are Archers on uh, Steed back. These are archers on kangaroo back. We're we're seeing a lot more cavalry stuff coming into AOS, and I think that's super cool. Like, we need that. (laughs) <laughs> there's lots of big infantry blobs have more people riding cool monsters please <laughs> yeah i
0: i i think it is it, again it's harking back to the the old world to a degree it's nice having these like i said it, that i feel like aos needs more cavalry in general And i think mm. after mm. speaking to quite a few people recently a lot of people like yourself are in that sort of mindset yeah. it's Like, yes come on let's have more nice cavalry You've, you know the fact you can have these quite quirky mounts like you you know your you Lumineth kangaroos there, and <laughs> was it the the mm. Rue Roo, Lords? And yeah. it, it it it's awesome. I think I think I know some people are saying that their heads are a bit too small. I I, ah, I think they're fine. They to be fine. honest, mm. you know I'm, I mean one thing I was going to ask you actually, Cameron, what is yeah? Do you what do you feel about the fact that the tome you know their their tome came out not long ago, and now they're getting mm. a basically a full second wave coming. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, honestly, it was always going to be like this. I think part of it is the schedule is so messed up as it is mm-hmm. in terms of releases. Like, I feel there may have been a longer break between Realm Lords coming out and uh, Broken Realms Techless, which is what will have the rules for these coming out. Yeah, you're probably out. Right, yeah. Um, Like, as it stands, it's been, God, what, eight months, nearly a year? Something about that? Mm-hmm. So it's it's not, it's not an insignificant period of time. It just feels like that because no one's had the chance to play many games during that period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, yeah. When, when Lumneth released, it was clear they were a faction that was going to get expansions like this simply because of the way the whole society is set up around these four elemental temples, and there's only one of them actually in the book. Like, we knew something like this was going to happen. Uh, it was just yeah. a matter of how yeah. long
0: yeah yeah it, should, yeah it shouldn't be a surprise i think i, I think because obviously i know that, that some people probably were a bit taken aback by it or a bit frustrated you know that mm. effectively oh, yeah. feel like they've got half a battle tome which mm. i i get i sort of get that yeah, mentality, yeah. But, I th- but i think at the end of the day they their their tome was a, we, I think we said at the time their tone was a bit light you know when it comes yeah. to units anyway yeah it was a bit minimal which we've seen with mm. other other tomes uh the daughters of Cain, the Ideneth, the, the yeah. Fire Slayers—you know where they haven't got that many units mm. uh, overall. Yeah. Uh, you know, so to me, more is better. You know, if you're into death yeah. and yeah. they go, "Here you go, here's his six new units," it's not a bad yeah. thing. Uh, you know, I Absolutely. know there's the fr- the frustration will be that I and I imagine that they're going to come in Broken Realms techless. You know, I don't think yeah. they're going to release a brand new battle tome. No, straight away, but no. they're going to just supplement in that, and then obviously whenever the Lumineth get their full next battle tome in, you know, eighteen months okay. to two years time or whatever, <laughs> yeah, then, then they'll integrate them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I think as, also if you're a Lumineth player, it can be frustrating that the initial book didn't have them all, but you all you know you definitely got something to look forward to because not only are these guys That's true. coming soon, but you know that honestly the battle tome after this. If AOS third edition comes around or whatever, Lumneth are gonna get a new battle tome eventually. And not mm-hmm. only are That's these right. gonna be conglomerated in, I can guarantee when the next actual battle tome for Lumneth comes out, there will be at least one of these other temples that hasn't been done yet. Maybe the other two to just completely flesh out the line. Mm-hmm. So like if you're playing Lumneth, you've got plenty of cool things to look forward to <laughs> at that? least. You know, yeah. <laughs> Not sitting exactly. around like some of the other factions, going, "Well, I don't know if we'll actually get anything new. We might get new rules. That'd be nice." Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. I,
0: I, I think. I mean, everyone's got their own opinion on it, but I think if you can get, if you right, if they said, you're right, do you want more units?
1: Mm.
0: Uh, the downside is you may have to now buy another book on top. I, you know, Broken yeah. Realms Tuck tech- Techless, which is not a bad thing because you're going to have all no. the war and stuff with it. Oh yeah. I know it's a pain. I know it's a pain, <laughs> but I, I think most people would probably take that because again there's people oh, yeah. that they've got factions like please we want more models yeah but don't get yeah. them so again having to buy another book to unlock a lot of these units i mean to be fair mm. there's there's war scrolls there's yeah you know, ways yeah to, the war know, scrolls are always buy. free so you know fine. you can yeah. make you know yeah. I, uh, more units is always good you know yeah no, it's never a bad thing to have too many units e- i don't think
1: exactly Exactly. Speaking of Broken Realms, Techless. <laughs> the next Broken Realms book is Broken Realms, Techless. It is. Um, hey, that Techless lad sure is getting a lot done for a clone. I'm just putting this out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like all like all clones, he has a fatal flaw. He believes he's the real thing, uh, and so in Broken Realms, Techless, he's going to go pick a fight with fucking Nagash. <laughs> Why not? Because that's a, <laughs> that's a sane thing to do. Hey, Techless buddy, I know you're a god, or at least you think you are, and all that. Nagash is A, also a god. Nagash is B, the only other god in the entire known pantheon to routinely kill and eat other gods. <laughs> because that's all he does in Shayish is every time a new death god pops up, Nagash goes, ah, nah, can't be having that. Kills them, subsumes them, becomes them.
0: That's it, that's his breakfast.
1: Yeah. He's literally the god that whose day whose day job is killing off lesser gods. And compared to Nagash, buddy, you're, you're one half of a pair. You are a lesser god. If Tyrion <laughs> isn't there, you're going to be in trouble. Um, <laughs> but I'm so excited because Ma- Broken Realms from Raffi was one of the best expansion books f- between AOS and 40k of like the last four years. It was yeah, so, definitely. so good. They set a very high bar, but... Honestly, I think they can keep it up. I I yeah. want this book just to find out what happens. The story is super interesting to me, and then it'll have cool new rules for a whole bunch of uh, units and uh, factions. Did they say what factions it is yet? Or um, yeah, I mean, it's, one's it, Lumina. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: the that, that's the obvious one. Uh, the others are cities of Sigmar, uh, mm. Maggot Kin of Nurgle, uh, okay. Flesh Eater Courts, and the Ossiarch Bone Reapers.
1: Oh, that's pretty good spread. So mm. we're going to have some interesting stuff going on in there. Yeah. Um, oh, what if he what if he invades the part of Shaiish that has all the all the uh, Nurgle demons running around trying to save the humans? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? You remember that story from uh, Malign Portents where Rodigus is like, yeah, "Come, little vaguely. humans, I have to save you from undeath."
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: It'd be nice if there's some sort of way that they link that all together. Yeah. Or, or give us rules for the you know the Order of the Fly. You know, we've been asking for that for a long time.
1: Yes. Fy, sir, (laughs) fy! Yeah, um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, Moving on. Daughters of Cain, also this weekend up for pre-order, their new battle tome and their Endless Spells and Prayer. One of those Mm. three is actually a prayer, which is a nice nod to the fact that this is a mixed faction. Um, uh, I've not seen a lot of info about what's actually going on in the book. Uh, but it'll be incorporating the new and improved Marathi, which is nice. And honestly, the Endless Spells in the Prayer look real fun. Um, the snake is terrifying. I'm scared <laughs> of the snake. It just it just moves, and then you pick a unit nearby, and you roll three dice. And for each of those dice that is higher than that unit's wound characteristic, you just kill a model, straight up. Just roll past a unit of sequitors and pick three of them up and say, Nah, you're gone.
2: That's it. That's
0: it. I I love that. I love that snake. It's so good. It's it's the Mm. yes the the blood rack viper, and I I, and I can guarantee because it's already started happening. People looking at that model and thinking, right, what can I turn that into? What mounts can that be for? Yeah, (laughs)
1: yeah, exactly. It's so
0: good. (laughs) And one and one thing I would say is actually regards to the doors. Mm. Okay, shout out to the artist for that. That mm. battle tome cover—that oh is a lovely bit of art.
1: I must admit, glorious. Yeah, absolutely. The think they mentioned that. It's like, oh, pre-order this battle tome, and then you have to explain to everyone why it's on your coffee table. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and and that's it. I was I was saying to the the guys on Discord that it's mm. it's quite nice seeing this tome come out because obviously for for you and I, it was the yeah. first battle tome slash codex we ever did. Mm. You know, ever yeah, spoke about absolutely. on this show. You know, from a uh, lore perspective, it's really yeah. cool. But it sort of come Those full heady, circle now.
1: Heedy days of yore, yeah. Um, the hey leeks, you like leeks? I, I'm, a, I, I'm a fan Have of them and roast leeks. Dinner. Yeah, potato and leeks are a good combination. <laughs> so, uh, potato cam and leeks are also a good combination. Uh, Indeed, there were there was a, a few weeks ago now. There was a very blurry photo release on the internet of a figure in armor with like red ooze for a head. Uh and then Games Workshop went, Okay, nah, this won't do. Um here's an actual photo of the uh the thing. Uh it's a new vampire lord model, uh with mm. blood red hair and bats pulling oh, phone just fell over. Bats pulling on their hair. Um and uh hey, we're gonna be talking about vampires a lot in this new segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was this was the literal tip of the iceberg I saw that and went, that's pretty good I like that they gave a vampire an immensely strong undead monstrosity a mace instead of a sword for once mm. because it just makes sense give them a big heavy thing to just clobber you with, they're so good at it um, yeah, it's pretty cool um, but the thing is, there was a better potato cam League photo that showed the actual front of this blister pack under the faction name Soul Soulblight Gravelords so hey, um, we listen. We've got the Lumneth Realm Lords. We we know we're going to get the Umbreneth Shadow Lords, and now we're going to yep. get the Soulblight Grave Lords. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're really really into the Descriptor something Lords as a yep. faction title. I Name think generator, works. get it Name out. Name generator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it seems like vampires are going to get fleshed out into a full faction, which is supported by further evidence later on in the news. I'm mm-hmm. all here for this. I know Matt right. is like rocking back and forth in his hobby chair, just waiting for more <laughs> news on this because he loves, he loves his vampire, that lad bless him. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's a, it's a nice model. It's, it's not crazy apart from like the hair. Like that's, I think that's what I like. It's like, it's functional armor comparatively. Mm. I don't know. What do you yeah.
0: think? I love it. I love it. I think it's, i was like when i saw when i saw her i was like damn it games workshop stop with this temptation i don't need another aos faction to to uh, be interested in it, it mm. no i like i love it you know if, yeah. I mean, again we'll talk about the other ones uh shortly but like you said i love how understated they are um mm. and i like the fact that like you said that there's the mace weaponry there's yeah it, it, again i think it's what would be quite good. Again, we'll see when the full range eventually comes out is that by keeping them simple, if people want to do something with them, you know, make yeah. them a bit more detailed, a bit more complicated, mm. give mm. them a theme of some sort, they will, That you know, yeah. that they're, they're that sort of straightforward. And, and mm. again, that's what they, they, they need to be, I think, you know, because they, you know, they're vampires. They don't need to, like, I know everyone was getting very, uh, excited for vampires, which I sort yeah. of get. I can see where people are yeah. coming from, but <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, they, they, there was never a guarantee that vampires were, were a thing. No. It doesn't no. stop you having vampires with exactly. the, whenever the, yeah. you know, again, we'll see when we see the full range of models, but mm. it's now exciting now that we know that they're going to be a thing. It's a bit yeah. like. We know, like I said, we know the umbraneth are going to be a thing. That's yeah, that's inevitable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, and what's quite nice, and again, it's something we'll touch about, upon shortly, is the Kenothi, because obviously the Kenothi mm. are still in that limbo at the moment where yeah, we've yeah. you know we've had them as a as a a uh, Underworlds War band. They get mentioned in the lore. We're going to be talking about a certain mm. character shortly, <laughs> but at this point, they're still technically. Yeah. i say not a thing. We don't know yeah. we're ever going to see a Kenothi battle tome or are they mm. going to, when Sylvaneth get their next one, are they going to be integrated? You know, we don't, whereas at least now we know that Soulbite Gravelords is a thing. Are
1: coming. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you were dead set on vampires, uh, it's not the end of the world. Learn how to sculpt a tricorn hat. It's not it's crazy hard. difficult and you can just make a little bunch of them, stick them on the vampires. You're good to go. Um, but for everything new we are given, something must be taken away. With essentially zero warning, the Legion of Asgore, the Chaos Dwarves from Forgeworld have disappeared. They're just yes. gone. Yep. it's a real shame. Mm. Um, I I'm gonna piss me off. I'm gonna <laughs> say yeah, yeah. I bet I'm gonna say I hope this means we'll one day get an actual proper Games Workshop Legion of Asgore slash Chaos Dwarden book. But there's no guarantee of that. Um, oh. It's a real shame. It was a really interesting model range. Um, I really liked the bull centaurs. They had some interesting like engines, and the basic troops were just really cool. Like they were just heavily armored, very angry dwarves with guns <laughs> and halberds. Yeah. That's all you want, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's a shame.
0: It, it is. I, I think. I think what annoys me about it is, well, I'll premise it that it it was it was always potentially on the cards. So it's not a surprise in one sense because they haven't been properly updated for a while. Um, Obviously Mm. the good thing is you could get their version of a battle tome for free off the website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But obviously they're still, they've been lagging behind when it comes to the rules compared to obviously all the other AOS factions. So, and obviously they're a limited range. They are an expensive range because they were Forge world. And, you know, so it was not a cheap way to get into them. So they were always on ice, you know, on uh, yeah, on yeah. thin ice it uh, for a long time. I think again what has really frustrated me um not on a not on a personal level but just in general is that that again they've done this where they just get rid of them without any warning. It's yeah. just like get there's no, I just don't understand why they why they do this because I just think yeah. to myself, look, you know, if you th- you're, they're perfectly in their rights. To, mm. to do this in the sense that you think, you know what, financially, we're not going to support these anymore. They're not selling enough. Um, and yeah. obviously, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it could be a situation where they they come about in the future again, you know, in, in, yeah. in AOS, which would be lovely. That would be a good thing to happen. It's just what frustrates me about this way, the way they do this, is I, I just feel sorry for people that were in the middle of building them. And I, I know yeah. you could say it's, always up in the air you know you it's always a risk you know if you're yeah. collecting an army like that and you know at any point they could get rid of them but to me do right by the people by the customers mm. and at the end of the day give people a proper amount of time to, to yeah. do it. so you yeah. know if you go right right guys we're going to get rid of the legion of asgore we've decided that so for the next 28 days the next 30 days get your orders in you know yeah. like a, like a made to order a final will, run yeah final run and after that they're gone you've got a month to get an order in and then you mm. know you may not see your models you know a bit like indomitus you know mm. where it's like you may you it may take 100 up to 120 days to yeah. to get your order but as long as you order within that time frame you will get mm. whatever you order we'll compl- yeah. we'll make everything up yeah. and then that then they're gone at least yeah. Still frustrating if you're in the middle of them or you would consider starting them, but at least you've had a chance
1: mm, with mm. this
0: way of doing things. People have had no chance realistically,
1: Nine. yeah.
0: And it, it just and because I, I and I will say this from a personal level, um, I you know, I've been tempted by them before when I've been to Warhammer mm. World. I look at them, and think, yeah, oh, they're nice. I'm not into dwarves, but I love Chaos Dwarves, um, and yeah. I'd love to have a faction, but mm, they're a bit expensive. Uh, I considered yeah. for a while and I think probably other people may have done the same is I considered like every time I went to Warhammer world, what happens if I just buy a unit just, you know, that, you know, so I'm spreading it out. I know it would take ages, but if I just buy a unit here, unit there, you know, if I, if I go regularly, settle semi regularly, which, which was what I was doing before the pandemic, um, then, you know, then eventually you may have that unit. You don't feel so Mm. bad, you know, financially, because obviously again, it's an expensive army (laughs) to get into.
1: Yeah. Whereas if
0: you were doing that, You'd be screwed because you're like, you yeah, have absolutely. got a few units thinking, well, oh, I can't, I can't finish them now, and yeah, I just think I know Forge World have done this before because obviously we've seen it with Heresy stuff where all of a sudden mm. you know some Legion shoulder pads, you know, and, and other yeah. things have gone. Last chance to buy it. That's frustrating, but you can overcome that to a degree. You know, mm. there there is ways of getting shoulder pads, and it's still frustrating. But this is a whole army, in, yeah. technically. You know, yeah, this is a whole match play legal at this point. Mm. Army. Yeah. And they've literally just eradicated them overnight. Uh and it's just come yeah. on. It's like and again, yeah. I think this this stems from what we've said before, this whole GW Forge world thing going on yeah to be fair to gw if this was the gw side of the business i think that they would have at least made it public they would have put it on warcom they would have mm. sort of said look you know you've got some chance to buy these but because it's forge world they just tend to go and it's gone
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's that South yeah. park
0: meme and it's gone and and, yeah. <laughs> and and that's it and it just again it just feels a bit it's a bit needless it doesn't need to be that mm. way You you yeah. you as a business could completely make that not a thing if you choose yes. to but they yeah, do absolutely and, um yeah. but one thing i would say is for people that were considering them and you know wanted to either finish off their army or you know again start them because again their rules are still out there i know yeah obviously there's a probably a good chance that whenever the next general's handbook comes along they may they mm. may effectively go into warhammer legends i think that's yeah. really what's going to yeah. happen but you know, at the end of the day, their the rules still exist, and you still may want to have a bit of fun with them. Um, there is alternatives out there, you know. So, yeah. um, I would say you've got uh, for Mantic games, the Abyssal Dwarves. There, mm. they 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 match a lot of their units, and you can get them quite cheap. And there's quite a few kickstarters for other Chaos Dwarves. If you go to, if you actually literally yeah. just Google Chaos Dwarves, there's websites that ta- that show show you alternative models that mm. you know, you know. I know, yeah. obviously, that's not GW, but you know but, if uh, you, you may not have a choice <laughs> yeah
1: hey it, it's all fair game now gw said well we're not making these for you um, yeah, so we'll find we'll somewhere still else here, to do. so do it yourself yeah in in other well i would say slightly less disappointing news the aos fa- faq came out there are no points changes because apparently not enough games are being played they don't have <laughs> the data the community in general seems unhappy about this and i can't blame them Um, especially Mm. when 40k just got an faq with a ton of point changes Mm. um yeah um i didn't really pay a lot of attention to it as far as i knew there were no really major shifts in terms of like you know oh this is going to change the meta forever this one change to a sentence somewhere um but yeah it's just mostly i saw people going oh come on it's been six months give us some points update yeah
0: it, it was a funny one actually because i was watching it implode on mm. Twitter and other places and Reddit, et cetera. And it I, I get people's frustration. I get it because mm. I suppose it felt a bit flat when it dropped. You know, it was a couple of rule changes and clarifications, no points changes and yeah. that was it. Um I think the way people reacted was uh over the top. I think people yeah. really threw their toys at the Pram, which I think was a shame, <laughs> and started attacking, you know, verbally, you know, like yeah. via social media, started attacking GW You know personnel and staff. You know they're obviously part of the AOS team, which is not cool. I mean, that's not uh, acceptable on any level. I mean, it's toy soldiers. You know, chill out, absolutely. Um, Mm. But again, I understand people. You know, you can. You know, as always, you deal with this in a calm and adult manner you know if you're disappointed you're more than happy you know or more entitled i should say to to tell gw that you think this was underwhelming and and this is what you were hoping for you you know just do it in adult way don't start insulting people because there's people that were that were going on about this a week after it happened still and i was you know just thinking just get over it you know it's not going to change things and clearly they've got a plan i mean obviously uh, you know there's no surprise it's heavily hinting towards AOS 3 being yeah. not far off the horizon obviously there's no guarantee of that but obviously there's you know there's a strong yeah, inkling yeah. for that and maybe that's why they don't want to just change all the points and then you mm. know have to drop mm. that I sort of get that I mean they're not going to admit that and no just got to accept it just you know stop beat, you know, stop flogging that dead horse <laughs> when Absolutely. it comes to the
2: FAQ yeah yeah
1: well speaking of threes though uh, we got a trailer and an announcement for Total War Warhammer Three. Mm. Uh, this time with with ice in it. Um, <laughs> there it was, it was a pretty cool trailer, honestly. Um, so yeah, it looks like hey, Kislev is going to be a pe- playable faction. Super cool. Like we we got to see the Ice Queen in action in the trailer. She's awesome. Um, And I think the big news here is a lot of the designs in this are coordinating with people working on the Old World, so the Warhammer Fantasy reboot, kind of whatever, actual miniature side of thing, because we've already seen a bunch of Kislev stuff from them, and now they're like, well, here's Total War, Warhammer 3, here's Kislev, they're going to have these expanded units that are inspired directly by the Old World work, and that's super cool. Um, they, they hinted at the Grand Dragon Empire of Cathay being in it, which is essentially yeah. China, uh, which is <laughs> yeah. super interesting, a place we never really saw anything from model-wise, but was always mentioned in the lore to make it feel like it wasn't just medieval Europe. Uh, it was the rest of the world, too. Um, and some some hints here and there about maybe Araby being included as well, which is really cool, again. Um, and, and, and if all these are linked in with Warhammer the Old World, that might be a bigger game than people thought initially. Like, it's possible. We'll see. Um, I've not played any of the Total War games, but I know lots of people who really, really enjoy them. I'm very happy for all of you. I have watched <laughs> a lot of Total War games because I find it amusing to watch the Carnosaur dive into a unit of Chaos Warriors and people just go, wah, woo, wah, fly off into the air. Um, it looks great. I would probably never play it myself, but it's pretty exciting that it's coming. Yeah,
0: and it it's good to show that they're sort of still continuing the franchise as well. Because mm, again, yeah. we you know we've said obviously with with the any of the GW video games that they're very hit and miss. You know, sometimes yeah. it, you know, sometimes you need a big you know uh, developer behind it, like Creative Assembly in the case of yeah. Total Warhammer. And yeah, it's good that that they're just going to keep going to that sort of level. And and mm. and hopefully, I am sort of hoping that once they feel that they've covered fantasy that we yeah. may see AOS in Total That would War. be
1: so good. Please That's do what that. it needs. Mm. Absolutely. Um, Alright, moving on t- into the other category. There's a couple of things that are interesting but not exciting, and then two very exciting things, so let's get the boring stuff out of the way first. <laughs> uh, Kill Team years later is getting an update with uh, the box Pariah Nexus. This is where they've been keeping our heavy intercessors and flayed ones this whole time. <laughs> Give them to yeah. us. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a new starter box set. It is five Heavy Intercessors and a Primaris Captain in Gravis Armour versus a Chronomancer and ten Flayed Ones, I believe. Five. Five. Five? Only five, mm-hmm. good lord. Yeah. It's even worsely balanced than I thought. Um, this is not a balanced <laughs> box in terms of the sides, but hey, whatever. Um, it appears to be sticking more to the Kill Team Arena style of a more two-dimensional corridor e board. But you get lots of like Necron waist high cover and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see yeah. if it's a meaningful rules update. But hey, Kill Team is alive. It exists. Yeah, I, I,
0: I think on a personal level, I, I was, I'm glad that Kill Team is getting some love because I, I, said that I mm. think uh, at the end of, the, of last year that it's something they need to do because I feel like it, they sort of put all this effort into Kill Team and then it sort of just mm. disappeared. Mm. So it's good that it's getting a reboot. Um, but. I must admit, I'm not overly excited by this. Uh, Yeah. It just looks a bit, yeah, you know, we'll we'll throw these models together. I don't, admittedly, I don't know what I was hoping for. Um,
2: Yeah.
0: I I think, I think I was hoping for, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know, verticality sort of play Mm. with it, or, I suppose like similar to, with Warcry, where they did catacombs, that they think, oh cool, Mm. okay, it's still Warcry, but they've completely mixed it up now with, you know, with this side of things. So I, I, I don't know. I was hoping that maybe we'll see with expansions. I'm sure that if they're doing yeah. this, they're going to like they did with elites and commanders and, and uh, arena, you know, that they, they mm. sort of, you know, expanded it further. So hopefully they'll do the same. And just, I don't know, just make, make, I don't know, something interesting. I would say, Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. Um, in Adeptus Titanicus, we revealed the war master Titan. You thought a Warlord was big. This baby stands standing <laughs> head and shoulders over a Warlord, and it is scary. Um, so a Warlord Titan for Adeptus Titanicus is a bit smaller than a 40k knight. This guy is a 40k knight, plus a little yep. extra, I think. He, he's pretty big. <laughs> he's pretty cool. I really like this design, and it's a brand new Titan, more or less. Like It's, mm. it's based on a knight design from like the early days of Epic and Titanicus and stuff like mm. that. But it's scaled up to be a full size Titan instead of a knight equivalent, which is super cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. sweet. I like yeah, it. I, it's nice. I like it. I, <laughs> I I must
0: admit, I was initially disappointed because I was hoping it was going to be an Imper- Imperator Titan. Yeah. You know, the one with the yeah. whole castle and, mm, on, mm. on its uh, on its top. Because I thought it was with <laughs> the leg preview yeah. they were giving away. I thought that's what it was going to be. Um, I didn't mm. think it would be this. But I'm, I no, I think it's cool. I, I To be fair, I think that they i i think i read somewhere that they were sort of suggesting it wasn't an imperator or going to be one because i suppose once mm. that's out where do they go yeah. like is it yeah. like that's pretty much that's yeah. top top dog when it comes to titans yeah. <laughs> it's like there's not yeah. much else they can do after
1: that but i mean on the upside that means when they do the imperator it's going to be on the larger size of the law imperators Exactly. The lore, lore is super inconsistent on Imperator size. Some was like, oh, it's yeah. as tall as the Himalayas, and like, well, it's not that. And others are like, it's a bit taller than a warlord. Well, this is the a bit taller than a warlord titan. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling when the Imperator comes out, it's probably going to be like the size of a stomper in 40k yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, can just, believe this that. This is like yeah. this like foot and a bit worth of model. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be so good. Uh, It's got to happen eventually. Yeah. Um, There's also a Loyalist Legios sourcebook, I believe, coming out for all your Loyalist Titan Legion needs, which is nice. Mm. Uh, Presumably we'll get a Traitor Legios after that sometime. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Now we get into the really fun stuff. Um, (laughs) Going to start with a small version. Warhammer Underworlds. The next warband coming is the Crimson Court. It is the coolest fucking Underworld's Warband that has ever been made. I doubt any will top this. Uh, It is four vampires, not in a trench coat, just each individually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It is four vampires who represent four of the major bloodlines from Warhammer Fantasy, actually. Because you've got Mm. the Morbestios Trigoi, you've got the female duelist Lamien, you've got the Von Karstein with his bald head and his big mace, and I forget the name of the last one. Uh, but that is the classic vampire in the crimson armor with the long. God, they look so good.
0: They really. And again,
1: do. And, and again, vampires with maces. The uh, the von Karstein looking guy has the world's longest mace on a stick,
0: <laughs> and he loves it. Um, He's cherishing he loves that it. mace.
1: Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I believe I believe in the voice chat. Uh, I think it was Schorsch, uh, Schorsch our German buddy, uh, suggested someone should make him pole dance. You know, yeah. just lift one of those legs up a little, get it around there. Yeah, the, the, um. I'm sure there'll be a, there'll be a
0: mobile game about it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Down the line, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. God, this Warband is so cool. I yeah, love this Warband so much. It's just just aesthetically, 100 percent the most perfect set that Games Workshop has done to date. I think.
0: Yeah, because they they all look they all look so distinct from each other. Like you said, mm. they show off the different bloodlines, and how good is the Grave Lord's going to be? When they forget their full know. release,
1: if this is I the standard, know. <laughs> man, yeah, <laughs> just, just, oh, beautiful. Um, also the one after that will be Headcrackers Mad Mob, which is going to be a Savage Oryx, a Bone Splitter's uh, Warband. This is also pretty yeah. exciting. We've seen yeah. one model from it, um, which is the beefiest savage orc i've ever seen and he's got his like wolverine claw fang thing stretched so he's just standing there pretty aggressively but he looks great again yeah. the warhammer underworld stuff always looks really good there it does. um yep. i kind of hope this is a precursor to a thick boys unit or something for savage orcs <laughs> because like he is as muscular as the regular savage boy but like he's much wider so I, I would like there to be like the the brute equivalent, but for bone splitters, I think would be really cool. So we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy! And then then we get the big one, the final bit of news for the week. Uh, Warhammer Quest is back, baby! Yes, we called it. It's coming <laughs> back to is coming back to uh, Age of Sigma, and uh, in the dark city of legally distinct from Mordheim. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Khan is the name of the city uh, there's a bit of an undead problem so instead of delving, instead of a band of rogue traders and their allies delving into the Blackstone Fortress you have a band of vampire hunters delving into a cursed city populated by terrible undead monstrosities um, so <sighs> during the Dead and the Divine we saw exactly two models from this we saw our um, God. What's his name Yakov something the, uh the witch you got, hunter.
0: you got jelson darock
1: jelson darock that was it yes um this is the most perfect van helsing miniature that has ever been made yeah this is also this is also an auto hereticus inquisitor yeah it is it is goddamn. he has a he has a black powder rifle with an underslung stake launcher <laughs> <laughs> He's got yes. a bunch of bunch of wooden stakes. He's got like his his sacrificial dagger. He's got his broadsword on his back. He's got his pointed hat. He is so prepared. He is so awesome. Oh my god. Um, yeah. God, just absolutely incredible. And on the other, on the opposing side, we have like a mini boss of sorts whose name escapes me. Please, if
0: it's you could. Uh, Gorslav the Gravekeeper.
1: Yes, that was straight it. out um, of Silent Hill. Yeah, we were talking about Silent Hill with uh with my community highlight earlier. This is Silent Hill. <laughs> this th- honestly, if this guy showed up in a new Silent Hill game, it would fit so perfectly. It would be weird. Um, yeah. this gaunt, again, creepy undead, but not quite very tall hunched figure with like meat hooks, and then a, a shovel that might just be a giant arrow.
2: It like, looks like it, um, yeah.
1: yeah, from a, ballista. He's got a He's got a stand arrow. <laughs> Stop him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 um, And he's, like, unearthing a zombie. And, like, we, we've seen silhouettes, like, um, a, a lot of the basic enemies will be, like, these zombies with their gravestones, like, strapped to their backs and stuff, mm. which is pretty cool. Um, but then they went on further to show us some more models. Uh, further opposing will be new skeletons hey gorgeous new skeletons including a skeleton leader uh with an eye patch and a big halberd and i really like this guy he was the captain of the guard who fell down a well and drowned or something <laughs> um <laughs> now it, now he's a terrible skeleton enforcing order on the streets of Wolfenkahn. um but th- you know they're skeletons they're nice they're very cool to look at they're not lore intriguing but We've got one hero shown so far, our delicious Witch Hunter slash Vampire Hunter, and now we've seen a second hero. We've seen a disgraced Kenothi Archer. Kenothi are coming back. There's more of them happening. Um, That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interestingly enough, she's less bestial than the ones in the Warhammer Underworlds Warband. She just has a pair of antlers, no, like, goat legs or whatever, but... No. Oh, unless she's hiding them under all those trousers, but... uh, (laughs) Maybe... Doesn't quite fit the leg shape, um, but this has me really, really excited. Like, first off, this game is going to be great. Yes. Blackstone Fortress was really fun. This is going to be great. I'm going to have to get this. Unfortunately, uh, rest in peace, Wallet. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, if she is less bestial than the than the Skates Wild Hunt, um, this opens up a lot for a potential full Canthi faction, where yeah. like your battle line are essentially just Wood Elves. Like mm. they're they're normal elves with maybe one or two bestial traits, like they've got they've got elk ears or they've got h- horns or antlers or whatever, whatever. Um, they they are going to be wanderers rebooted. That would be super cool. And then yeah. you have the crazy stuff like the the deer centaurs and the satyr people and all that kind of stuff. I think yeah. that that is that is enough to work on for a fully flesh out faction, yeah. or just the other side of Sylvaneth. Like you can have the Ellaril side of Sylvaneth, you can have the Kernoth side of Sylvaneth, and have it be a two pronged faction. This this I, speaks well to the future.
0: <laughs> I, I, I sort of my prediction I know we are mm. talking about why well, I'm a quest there, but let's talk Kenothi um while we're here. <laughs> I, my sort of prediction is that long term we could see a Kenothi battle tome mm. similar to the but similar to what they did with the Ossyark Bone Reapers, where they uh, yeah. they can borrow units mm. from mm. W- you know, Wanderers slash the Sylvaneth, more the Sylvaneth, yeah. as in what yeah. I think they would probably do is they'll take the Wanderers, the Wanderer side of cities, Sigma. So your, yeah. your Eternal Guard and your, your Sisters of the Thorn, um, they take, you can take certain units from the Sylvaneth potentially like your, hmm. you know, your tree Lords, your, your tree Lord ancients and such like. Yeah. Um, and then like you said, then there'll be new full, Kenothi models, which will be your battle line and your you know yeah. and your archers and things like that. I I think there'll be amalgamation somewhere. Um, mm. I don't think they'll be amalgamated with Sylvaneth per se, as in yeah. like the Sylvaneth. Just you know, which one tome Sylvaneth will still be their own. Yeah, battle tome. Yeah. Uh, it's just that they will you know, like the, yeah, they'll just steal mm. units from them a bit, like they did with the the Morgast uh, with the the Bone Reapers. I think yeah. anyway. Yeah. But, uh, this oh, model cool. is. Oh, so good! Because I, mm. I used to love the the original Wood Elf Ranger uh, model in the original yeah. Warhammer Quest the, yeah. back in the day in the Fantasy <laughs> Day. That was such a good model, uh, and mm. these are outstanding models. And
2: yeah.
0: I did call Warhammer Quest as well. I've got it. Yeah, I've, I've got the did. screenshots. I've, on Twitter, <laughs> I said, "I wonder if it's going to be Warhammer Quest." So I'm, I'm really pleased. Uh, not not because <laughs> not because I guessed
2: it, right? But I
0: I'm just pleased that they've not abandoned this cause yeah. it felt like with silver tower and shadow over hammer Hull, shadows over H- hammer yeah shadows yeah. over hammer Hull, um yeah. which were the two obviously aos warhammer quest and then obviously they jumped over to 40k mm. with blackstone fortress and you know i it's nice to sort of see that they realize that people do dig warhammer quest obviously blackstone yeah. fortress as we know was very popular mm. and it's it's you know they've obviously learned from what didn't happen with silver tower and i think and and shadows and i think what is really good is that and obviously i'm stating the obvious here is that aos has come on massively since yeah. then because obviously mm. silver tower was you know not long after aos came into being and obviously yeah it had a rough start you know it was a bit people were a mm. bit mm. funny about aos and obviously the rules and the lack of points and 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 the whole universe so yeah. whereas now <laughs> it's a lot more established so they can do awesome stuff like this
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: so yeah i i can't wait (laughs) to see what they do i mean look we've still got some more you know more heroes to see there's obviously that there's a an an orc character of sorts um there's a there's a Caradron from that uh, screenshot as well from the artwork um yeah i i this is outstanding this is some of the best models i've seen gw do full stop Oh, and this yeah. is just the pre <laughs> this is just a preview. We've still yeah, got the rest yeah. of the kit. And then exactly. I'm sure we're gonna get expansions on top oh, yeah, of that yeah. as well.
1: Now there's there is gonna be a there is gonna be a final boss vampire, much like there was Obsidious Melex in Blackstone Fortress. We know yeah. there's gonna be a vampire. I really want the model to be the vampire on the throne, like yeah. in the art, because yeah. I think that would be the most perfect. But I'll I'll settle for a really cool look who's back, it's Vlad, yeah. uh, kind of style reveal. It's probably yeah. not Vlad, but it looks like no. Vlad to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and also what 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 I'm also encouraged by is the, the fact that we've got another city now in the law mm. and a yeah. place, and again, you know, if later down the line they feel like they want to bring a variant of Mordheim back, they've mm. already got a place here ready yeah. to, to do it, it with. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it will ever happen, but you know, it's always okay. nice when you know we see another place on the map that's yeah. that has yeah. some sort of, you know, like like Mordheim. You know, in the in yeah. the old fantasy world, Mordheim was a you know was a well put inside the game. It was you know it became yeah. a well known place, and this is where the you know where the warp stone is. It's where they they're going to go and try and steal it. So you know, we've now got an AOS version of that, and it's mm. there's that's exciting.
1: Absolutely fantastic! Yeah. Uh, and that's all the news. Uh, there was a lot. We also we also lavished in it a little, I suppose. Um was <laughs> slightly to. longer than planned episode. But hey, yeah, that's life. It has been a really exciting month for Warhammer. There's been so much good stuff going on. I'm really looking forward to seeing what's coming next. Um, yeah, and that, that's it. Let's wrap it up.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Right, so that's been episode 72. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. Like I said, we've got some exciting stuff that I mentioned at the start of the show on the horizon. Like I said, our mental health episode and obviously our th- you know three year anniversary show as well. And like I said, don't forget to check out our eBay Warhammer waffle for some yeah. lovely hints and tips. And so before we carry on, um, Cameron, where can people find you on that internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. that's night without a K, uh, go there for photos of my adorable cat and, um, you know, just just general the world stuff. I try to keep it not totally crushing in despair on there. Um, But there's my cat. (laughs) If you want to see pictures of Aaron's engagement ring, you can see them there. Mm. Uh, (laughs) It's a nice ring. Um, You can, if you're more interested in the hobby side of things, you can check out uh, Instagram uh, at realm underscore and underscore ruin. Uh, I am posting infrequent but meaningful updates there as I work on stuff. Um, If you want more consistent updates, Join our lovely Discord. It's free. It's wonderful. Uh, or check out the podcast Twitter at Ruin. Um, yeah. And how about your good self? Well,
0: thank you. Well said there, sir. You can find me on Twitter at NinjaBadger7, uh, but I tend to frequent more, obviously, on our podcast twitter as well as cameron just mentioned so yes you've got plenty of lovely places to come speak to us and meet some lovely people so Mm. that's it that's been episode 72 as always you know take care of yourselves keep safe out there don't tell anyone else how to enjoy their hobby just enjoy yours and as always we'll catch on the next one bye
1: bye everybody